Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation. We are Symbol Athletica, the brand of the purpose-driven. We stand for people that have made the decision to stand for something. And yes, we do have the audacity to believe that if there's anybody out there with the power to change this world and make it a better place, it is people that made that very decision. Purpose-driven people like yourself. Well, last episode, we talked about something that I think has tremendous potential to be tremendously powerful. (laughs) That sounded a little poetic. We talked about the law of two and how you can apply that idea to help you in your ongoing effort to move things from ideas to reality. Well, today, we're going to talk about another fundamental law, at least it's a fundamental law in my world. We're going to talk about the law of three. And the law of three is actually a formula. It's how, it's a formula that will help you get your mind and hopefully your behavior around a strategy to aid in your level of performance, regardless of what you are applying that performance towards. It's that fundamental of a law. So welcome to the law of three. Let's get started. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. The law of three. So the law of three is an idea or framework that I use to help me or to keep me grounded in what I believe the fundamental that drives human performance. Oh, one of the fundamentals that drive human performance. And it drives, it's very um, universal in its application. So it, it, this can drive performance in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in your career path, in learning something, in physical. Um, it doesn't matter what your end game is or what your goal is. I believe that this is a useful framework for helping you get your mind around some of the fundamental drivers of you performing in those areas. So let's, let's, let's dissect this, the law of three. So before we jump into the law of three, there, there are three variables we need to set terms. We need to define terms for this conversation. There are three things that, that make up what I believe the, drive, the driver of performance to be. So let's talk about these three things, understand what they are, define them, so that at least for this conversation, we are all calling them the same three things, and then we can apply it to the formula. So the three things that we are going to talk about are the three things that the formula utilize, uses in its solution are um, time being one of them. Time, there's no trick to this. It's just time as you understand it to be. Time on the clock, um, that same time expressed in a day, month, week, decade, that normal time. We're going to talk about time. So time is one component. The second component is effort and discomfort or effort or discomfort. For this conversation, we're going to say that effort and discomfort are the same things in different concentrations. They're just the same thing expressed um, differently in intensity. We're going to say for this conversation that effort and discomfort are the same idea, right? Just different degree of that same idea. So the second component is effort and or discomfort. And third, third, we're going to call your math. Now, what your math is is the 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 
the the true nature of your world as un, as as experienced by you but it's the background forces that drive probabilities that you don't understand is too complex for you to understand because one it's a living thing it it's constantly changing and it involves so many different things that is just too complicated for you to ever understand but we're still going to utilize it so we're going to call this the math we're going to but but I need you to understand that your math is different from everybody else let's let's talk about your math a little bit just to help you get a better understanding of this idea so you have a math that 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 explains to you or that in your world if you um if you need to learn a new skill it's going to take x amount of effort over x amount of time done with this amount of frequency to produce this amount of result that's your math now my math would be completely different than you John Doe's math would be completely different than the both of us. Jane Doe's math would be completely different than all three of ours. What I'm saying is there's a background reality um and it's largely based I call it math because it's largely based upon uh, variables and probabilities and all these things, but it's unique to everyone and it's massively complicated. Uh we know that that it exists, but none of us may ever know you know what our math is for a given specific thing in a given specific moment remember your math is constantly changing so the three components are time effort and your math so performance is i'm going to argue is a function of these three things performance is a function of these three things Let's just for conversational sake for illustrational purposes let's just come up with a very simple example. And I'm going to use uh let's use a fitness example cuz most people can some usually relate to some type of fitness reality or challenge or progress in their own world. So let's just say that the background math let's just say that your background math says that for every 100 miles moved you would lose 10 pounds remember this is just for illustration purposes and let's just say move means walk or run it doesn't matter how you how you get there but physically move not get in a car <laughs> and not use a machine to get you there like a bike if you walk or run for every 100 miles that you walk or run let's just say your math it says that you're going to lose 10 pounds okay So, how does how does this relate to the other two components? So, all three of these things are connected as you adjust as you move one the others are adjusted. So, let me give an example. So, let's just say remember your background math is for every 100 miles moved you're going to lose 10 pounds. So, that means if you just do the math on that, if you took 100 days and did a mile a day, it would take you 100 days to lose those 10 pounds. That's, all, that's almost um one-third of the year to lose 110 pounds. And that uh, depending upon your level of fitness, right, would determine how doing that one mile feels to you, how much effort that feels to you. So let's just say for this illustration purposes that that felt pretty 
pretty simple. Get out there. Simply, you, you move a mile, and in 100 days, you lose 10 pounds because your math says in, a, in one, for every 100 miles moved, 10 pounds lost. Now, without changing anything but the variables, if we decided that we did not want it to take 100 days, we wanted it to take 50. We wanted it to take half an amount of time. So if you, in 50, if you did that same, if the only thing you changed was the time, right, you would still have to do the 100 miles, right, because that's the math. But that means that your effort was almost, would double in this case, right? You would do it in half the time, but your effort would double, which means your discomfort level would be greatly increased, right? But the same, you would get the same result. But the challenge becomes, the real-life challenge, and I want you to really start to get your mind around the relationship between these three variables is, you know, some people will say they don't have less, some people will say, you know what, I don't really have the discipline. And let's just say a background rule was you can miss zero days with the math, which means for the math to work, for the 100 days and 10 pounds of work, you can't miss a single day. This is just for an example, right? But a lot of people would look at that and say, you know what, I don't know if I have the time or the discipline or, you know, the ability to keep life from getting in the way to make it 100 days. So to increase my chances of being successful, I think I could pull off 50 days. So the, 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 the counterbalance for that, right, the trade-off for, for reducing your time is the dramatic increase in intensity, the dramatic increase in effort and or discomfort. Right. So let's take the same example and take a different approach. Let's just say that a mile a day, let's just say that the mile was that that was a tough thing for you to do. You, you know, let's just say it was. Imagine that was a tough thing for you to do. So you said, OK, for me to be able to do this consistently, I need to I need to do less than a mile a day. So let's just say I did a half a mile a day, which means if you did half a mile a day, that means the thing that you've cut in half is the effort, right? You're cutting in half the effort, so it's half as easy, right? So the problem is it's going to now take you twice as long. So although it's half as easy or half as tough, it's now going to take you 200 days to finish it. So then the question becomes, although it's much easier to do, how likely is it that you're going to be able to stick to it for 200 days in a row and not miss a day. So I'm hoping you start to get the relationship between these three components, right? There's always a trade-off and there's a realistic challenge with the trade-off, right? Just because something is easy doesn't mean it's more guaranteed to happen. I mean, to, to get your result because when it's easier, it takes longer. And in most people, when they're honest with themselves, they know that long is a challenge. Doing anything consistently over a long period of time for some is a challenge. So now that you understand the relationship between these three things, the, the practical approach would be to find what the best mix is for you, right? Given what the goal is, what's, what's the best, best mix of effort and or discomfort Time and remember, time is a challenge, but it means con continuous time, consistency, not and consistency, right? So, consistency is a is another way to look at time, right? Because that's that's a realistic way for people to understand how challenging time can be 
if you stretch it out long enough. And then the math, right? The math is constant. The math is what it is. Here's the thing. You cannot control the math. Let's just assume you cannot control the math. And, and secondly, you don't really know what the math is. You just know it exists. So the math is what it is. So how, how, what would be the best strategy given these three scenarios, given the scenario, how can you come up with, and here's the formula part of today's conversation. The formula is an approach for you to manipulate these three variables, right? Time, effort and discomfort, and unknown math. That's the part that's, that most people would say, well, how are you going to, how would you use, how can you bring to your advantage something that you can't even understand? And that is the true magic of this formula. Here's how you solve this equation. Here's how, here's a strategy I believe you can use to come up with the best scenario of, or the best, or the best combination of these three variables. You have to do a little algebra. You have to do a little substitution. So you have to sub the math. We're going to substitute math with, remember, we have time, we have effort, and then we have your math. But instead of trying to solve for your math, what we're going to solve, what we're going to replace your math with is the reason you have the goal in the first place. The reason you have the goal in the first place. And the reason we're going to do that is because when you really get into start to think about these components, it, you're going to realize that the math is less relevant than the reason people embark upon the, the goal of the mission, right? Nobody wakes up in the morning and, and let's just say you could see the math and you could understand, but nobody w- would wake up in the morning and say, oh, look, my math for, for, losing 10, for losing 10 pounds is, for every 100 mile move, 10 pounds of loss. Oh, because I now understand the math, now I'm really motivated to go, I'm going to go do this activity. It doesn't really work like that. The way it actually works is people come up with a reason that they need to lose the 10 pounds, right? Whether that be vanity, whether that be a health reason, whether that be some other goal, maybe the doctor told you you had to, or maybe... You know, you don't. You, you finally got to the point in the mirror where it, it bothers you so much that you decide to take action, whatever. You come up with a reason that you want to lose 10 pounds. And in the very moment that you come up with that reason, the math no longer matters. It doesn't matter what the math is. It doesn't matter if the math is 100 miles for every 10 pounds loss or 80 miles for every 10 pounds loss or 50 miles. It doesn't matter what that is. It doesn't matter because... It matters to you that you obtain this goal and it matters enough that you're going to do the two things in the equation that you can actually control, right? You're going to, you're going to spend time, you're going to spend time, you're going to create effort, you're going to do effort, and you're going to dedicate some time, you know? But it has nothing to do with what the math is. It has everything to do with the reason why you're doing the task. So the formula we're going to reuse to remind ourselves of this is we're going to use X in algebra, X is the unknown, right? So in this conversation, what's unknown is your personal math for your particular task, for this particular task or mission. And remember that there's different math for every goal you come up with. 
There's a certain math that's the reality to you for changing your body. There's a certain math that's reality for you for business success. There's a certain math that's a reality for you for making any fundamental change in your life or your lifestyle. And that I like to call it math because it's real and it's persistent. It's like gravity. It just is. And your math dictates your reality. But this equation is going to help us realize that we don't have to actually know what our math is to leverage the equation in our benefit. So we're going to X is the unknown. X is your math. And we're going to replace, we're going to say that X equals Y. Y, when we're going to, because we're going to substitute out X, the math, and we're going to replace it with Y. We're going to spell we're not going to use the letter Y. We're going to we're going to we're going to spell it out Y W H Y Y. You hear a lot of people talk about this idea when they say you got to know your why. But you got to know your why. You got to know why you want to launch a business. You got to know why you want to transform your body. You got to know why you want to I don't know change careers. And it's true. I believe in that wholeheartedly. But I think this dissecting this equation in this way to me, gives me a more fundamental, practical approach to why I need to to be clear on my why, W-H-Y, right? I need to to be clear on that because that's going to be my substitute for X. And once I substitute X, once I have a clear goal and I know I have a clear understanding of Y, then I know that the math is in my favor and then I I need to adjust my effort and time part of it and not worry about the probabilities and all those unknowable things that are happening in the background. So understanding the reason you want to do something is what you're going to, is the substitute for your math. It's an equivalent to your math. You know, if we could really understand how our math worked, I bet you it would be implicitly tied to your um, your reasons why, your reasons why. So I'm hoping that some of you take this on and challenge yourself, remember? So now that you understand the full equation, now you can actually just, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you can just use, use the letter Y as shorthand. You can use shorthand for the equation if you just want to write it down. And I highly encourage you to write it down and put this, X equals Y and put exclamation mark. So it's X equals Y exclamation mark. You can use the letter Y or you can use spell it out Y. Either way, because now you know clearly what Y is, a crystal clear vision of of what you want. And the reason why you use an exclamation mark because it has to be meaningful, deeply meaningful to you. It can't just be something you think you say you want. It has to mean something to you. It has, that, it has to be full of that emotional content. You know, if you don't, it, that's the secret to, that's how you know when you're, when, you're clar- when you're crystal clear on your reason is because when you look at it, think about it, when you, when you go into in, internally and visit your reason, it moves you motion, emotionally. That's the why. So the equation that you're going to write down to remind yourself of just this relationship between these three things, time, effort, and your math. We're gonna algebra, we're gonna express that algebraically as 
uh, we're gonna sub on on the on the your math is the unknown part of that, right? But we're gonna represent your math with x equals y exclamation mark. X equals y exclamation mark. So if you, if some of you out there try this, I know what's gonna happen. So when you have those great tremendous success, <laughs> drop me a message, and you know what you can do. You can use code to let me know that you tried it, it you did it, and it worked because it works pretty quick. You can just send me a message and just say X equals Y exclamation mark. It'll make me smile. So hopefully you guys come up with a plan. If you've never thought about these things in this way, hopefully that gave you some perspective, some insights, or at least gave you an idea that you can make your own. But if you can control, if you can control your personal relationship, well, first of all, if you can understand that you have personal math, there is a personal math, which is the reality of your world and how you operate, navigate through your life's experiences, given everything that you are and know and do, that that's unique to you. That is your math. It exists for us all. And what interacts with that math is your effort and discomfort. Remember, we're going to call those the same thing. We're going to say that they're the same thing, just to different extremes, right? And then time. And, you know, time is persistent. Time, you're moving through time quickly, right? So really, when you think about this, the two things that you can have absolute control over are your effort and time, your effort variable, and your math, if you if you use the algebraic substitution of Y exclamation mark. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, as always, we'd like to invite you to invite others to tune into the conversations we're having here at Symbol. Um, you never know, they might just vibe with the spirit of our tribe. We're on a mission to build an army of people that have made the same personal decision to build the better version of themselves and to live in the life that that better self creates for them. It's a pretty glorious thing when you think about it. Yeah, it sure is. All right. See you guys on the next episode.